This is Jason Kristoff. This is July the 6th. It's podcast 32. Do you remember about four months ago when they said, ah, just 14 days, you lock in your house will flatten the curve? (laughs) Who remembers that? And uh, a lot of people don't understand what's going on. And I've been banned again from Facebook for the next seven days. So I think we're just going to start doing videos instead of what we'll just take a different route to try and get the word out we'll start with the podcast tonight we're going to try and do some jeff berwick style videos walk and talks and see if we can get those up on the bit or library or another platform like that where people can kind of get the information i was talking to a constitutional lawyer today very famous constitutional lawyer named uh, rocco galetti and uh him and myself became friends at the Vaccine Choice Canada rally in September, or th- I don't know when it was, I think it was in 2019 in the fall, and we both spoke at the Quaker House in in Toronto against vaccination, and Rocco had told me today that his, I think his son had suffered a very severe vaccine injury, and that's how he got to know the um, people at Vaccine Choice Canada. And he was saying he has launched a lawsuit against all um, levels of government in Canada. And he's not the only one. There are, um, I think, hundreds of lawsuits that have been levied against various, you know, various forms of federal, provincial and municipal governments across Canada and across the world. And the, the public aren't told about this because... If the public were told, they would realize that the government is breaking their own constitutions and their own charter of rights and their own sort of fiduciary duties to represent the public. And a lot of the public are are living inside this one-season world fantasy that is being perpetrated upon them by, you know, a mockingbird media that tells the public exactly what they they should be thinking, what they should be believing, what they should be getting behind. And that was the post that I got that was banned today. The post was about mind control and the very simple techniques to control someone's mind. Uh, The article described very clearly how you can hack a human's mind and of course, the the human who thinks they're they're beyond mind control, they're the easiest to hack, because the part of the mind that will be hacked by an expert is a very you know it's a very simple machine. All you have to really do is show it repetitive images and repetitive symbols, and you know repetitive themes, and that part of the brain which is in control of your sort of behavior it's in control of your safety what what its main job is to analyze the environment where you live and really look out and seek out uh, through observation what the repetitive themes are and it will you know push forward those that analysis to you and kind of force your behavior under the guise of I've seen a lot of this going on in the society. This is your safe card to play down at the coffee shop. This is the safe shoe to wear. This is the safe shirt to wear. This is the safe income. This is the safe amount of children to have. This is the safe job to have. So this part of the brain called the subconscious mind really is a sentinel, kind of a moronic sentinel. It's really 
its job is to protect you. It's a very good bodyguard at that, but what it does is it looks out into the world and observes and looks for anything repetitive. And basically, like if you were to look at the news today, uh, you're going to see a lot of people in masks, and that part of the brain is going to see that a lot of people are wearing masks, and then it's going to derive and, you know, boil down and render that this is sort of a safe behavior, and it's going to push it forward to your conscious mind and say, wear a mask, and then the average person doesn't know that their behavior is being dictated to them by what they see. So if you control what you see, if, if, if people could control what you see, they will control your behavior, and the average human just doesn't know that. They think they're making all their behavior decisions up in their head, and the psychology experts have shown that regardless of you know how smart you think you are, they can change your behavior very, very quickly with only so, sort of two repetitive images. Let's take the the movie Gone in 60 Seconds with Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage, and it was a movie about car theft where you know Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie and this this car hijack crew had to go steal a hundred cars and when that movie was released in Burnaby BC Canada car theft when I went up 65 percent or so in the first seven days and that's because the people who make the movies know whatever is repetitively um, put up on the screen is going to appear on the street in no time and this is why the media is you know, charged with the job or the responsibility of what repetitive images are going to be placed up on the movie screen, are, are going to be placed in the t on the TV screen, and are going to be placed on the newscasts, because the humans will follow whatever whatever is repetitively um, seen or positively enforced. Like if there's a repetitive theme and it's positively reinforced then of course the humans are suckers for it and that's why the media is always very you know contrived and very organized in order to give out the proper repetitive story so that the humans copy and mimic and emulate and mirror what they see plus they believe that they're thinking and you can use this technology in very insidious ways and you can also use it in very uh, positive ways if you show positive imagery and promote moral and ethical and rational and logical behavior but what you're seeing today in the media um, and the word media is actually the name of ancient uh, of modern turkey what we call modern turkey if you go back far enough in history the actual name of that country was media and it housed a group of people called the Medes, M-E-D-S, and that's where we get medicine from or medical or mediation because these sort of word magicians were one of the first groups to notice that, you know, if you had a play in the town square and the man was wearing like a black robe and, and then the lady was wearing a white dress and the play you know, was shown for three, you know, three nights in a row. Oddly enough, uh, the men started wearing black robes and the ladies started wearing white dresses. And then they found out that no matter 
what was repetitively placed in the town square, which this was the original TV, right? The original movie theater. And there, and then through observation, the town leaders and the town intellects were, were really well aware that the average human would literally just copy what they what they would see and what they found was that there, they, there was a part of the mind that the average human didn't know existed and its job was to scan the environment, look for repetitive themes or ideas or belief systems and then take it on as its own in order to find safety and security as a way to say, hey, I'm a part of the group, I'm part of the crowd, I saw that the black robe was something popular and worn by, you know, an authority figure or star, and I really want to be safe, so I'm going to try and bond with you by mimicking or mirroring or emulating what I see. And that's what the article today was about, is about people are being shown like masks and they're being shown the idea of vaccination. And, and if the people who are have taken over this mind control technology, which is really pretty simple, I, I really don't want anybody out there thinking that mind control is simply about you know, or, or based on a, a zombie, the zombies drooling, they're walking with their hands out straight, moaning and groaning, and they don't bend their knees as they walk, and they got blood out of their eyes. That's not how mind control works. I see mind control people every single day. I Anybody that talks uh, about COVID like it's real, anybody that talks about infection numbers or the infection numbers are up in the U.S., or any anybody that wears a mask, anybody that says it'll help protect their grandma, or the anybody that says any phrase like flatten the curve or stay home, save lives, every one of those person people are under mind control because none of that, none of none of that, none of those recommendations have any scientific validity. And the only reason someone says flatten the curve or stay home, save lives, or wear your mask or or six foot distance, the only reason anybody says that is because the media knows the power of repetition to program the subconscious mind. And then the person vomits out what was placed into them and the person does get a reward of safety where they feel more safe and secure for saying the right trigger phrases or the right catchphrases around other people that are under the mind control. And the reason humans have this part of the mind is that fitting in is very essential to your survival. So it's a, a pack animal mentality driven by a pack animal part of the brain that's really obsessed in seeing, in assessing, you know, what every, what's everybody else doing? Because what everybody else is doing is very essential for you to find safety and fit in with that. If you mimic what everybody else is doing, you're not a threat. You're, you're not um, challenging other people with other ideas and other beliefs and other behaviors, so you just fit in. And the media and the people who rule us are very, very well aware of this part of the brain, and they can make people go to war. They used to make kamikaze pilots kill themselves through the same sort of technology. And if you don't think you can trick a human 
through media technology, through repetitive images to kill themselves or hurt their loved ones, well, you're not paying close enough attention. Just think of circumcision. Circumcision, unfortunately, is an ancient sort of um, Moloch-based, it's a, it's a satanic cult tradition where you inflict as much pain as possible on the infant, helpless uh, infant male, and it basically destroys certain parts of the brain in the male, making the male very docile and weak and confused for the rest of their life. It like invokes a very um, infant version of PTSD. So why would anybody sort of cut 30% of the penis off their, you know, off their newborn male and then think that they love that child under the, you know, under the definition of love, it's because they're under mind control. It's because they've, they have a part of the brain that has seen that this is normal and that part of the brain will do anything that's shown shown it in a repetitive manner it doesn't matter what it is and look at the vaccination like look at what this part of the brain has been driving us to do as north americans and even europeans is we we've been you know dominated by this part of the brain where we're actually cutting 30% off 30% of the penis off our newborn males without anesthetic and, and anesthesia, and then we're going to the child after and trying to comfort them after we hurt them. And the only reason we think hurting is somehow beneficial or benign is because we've seen so much of it. We're desensitized to it. And the people who do this, the people who are, you know, the media and the government, they're part of this ancient cult that I'm talking about. And again, they're showing us repetitive images and repetitive symbols and repetitive ideas and repetitive belief systems in the realm of, say, vaccination. A vaccination sounds good in principle, that you want to make sure uh, the child's protected and We've seen this theme so many times that protecting the child means hurting the child. And again, that sort of suckering in where we aren't thinking about what we're doing is the sole responsibility of this moronic subconscious part of the brain that walks around with us, always trying to assess what everybody else is doing. And it's so obsessed with fitting in, it will bypass all logic, logical or rational thought. Protecting children has nothing to do with uh, injecting poison into them. And you know, if you want to know if you're really under mind control, if you haven't even looked at the ingredients that you're injecting into your child, I will tell you that most people do not look at the ingredients of vaccines before they inject them into your child. Because again, it's this part of the brain that's in control, wanting to fit in, wanting to fit in so much that it, it won't look because What's in the vaccine doesn't matter. Fitting in matters. Most people are vaccinating just to fit in, and they want to fit in because they own a subconscious mind that is programmed to fit in at all costs. And the people 
who know how to program the mind, that part of the mind, is, are literally on purpose programming parents to hurt their own children. That's exactly what's going on. And then there's the vitamin K shot, which is just another toxin-laced injection that is shown, you know, that is repetitively thrown in and branded and imprinted into the subconscious mind through constant repetition. And then, of course, there's fear, which helps trigger the subconscious mind. The more fear you're in, the more you fall back to what's safe, the less thinking you do. So the subconscious brain is obsessed with fitting in and obeying authority. So if you get, you know, if your baby's born and some nurse walks up, and says, oh, the vitamin K shot is needed, or your baby might, or the brain might bleed, and the baby might bleed to death, it's, that sort of fear is, again, purposely manufactured to shut down your rational thought, shut down your logical thought, and shut down your morality, and sort of outsource the decision to the subconscious mind, which, you know, the function of that part of the mind is really well known. It's known that it can be triggered by fear. And when it's triggered by fear, it's more apt to just say, hey, what's everybody else doing? Well, the hundred people before me injected poison into their kid. And so I'm going to inject poison into my child. And this is sort of what the whole article was about. And this is why I was banned today. I I think I was banned more because I used the word Holocaust. I'm going to have to uh, get away from that. But we are leading ourselves up to a vaccine Holocaust where this part of the brain is being hacked daily about people saying it won't go back, things won't go back to normal, there's a vaccine available. And, you know, this group, the media group from ancient Turkey, that really hasn't gone away. And if you investigated this part of the world under their rule, you certainly don't want to be ruled by them, because all they do is give you negative role modeling to mimic and they're very obsessed with hurting children and that's why the children are usually the first ones vaccinated and they're inundated with pain rituals and blood rituals like circumcision the vitamin k shot is basically you know laced with aluminum that causes brain damage and in you know to sum up the end of this podcast and again i wanted to do something completely different but i just started rambling about you know the post that i that aided with my banning for seven days off facebook but we're in an extinction-based period right now nothing we're doing is sustainable so everybody's got to understand that nothing we're doing is sustainable the people are as fat as they can get they're as dumb as they can get. They're as, as uneducated as they can get. They're as lazy as they can get. You, you can't have a medical system that hands out poison and then uses media-based mind control and repetitive imagery and repetitive commercials and repetitive shows like Grey's Anatomy and Doogie Howser MD and ER and um, MASH where the average human through repetitive imprinting and mind control believes that doctors know anything about health. We can't have, it's, it's not sustainable. You can't have a society 
where the word health is monopolized by a group of people who poison other people. It's unsustainable. You have pot machines in what they call hospitals, and then you have health experts walking through the quarters by that pop machine, by the Tim Hortons, eating a muffin, eating a chocolate bar, having a pop. There's a smoking area outside the hospital. The nurses are usually as high as they are wide. And although more uh, altruistic, and everybody has altruistic um, ambitions, none of this is sustainable. Absolutely none. We can't have an education system that makes kids stupid. We can't have a religious system that destroys spirituality. We can't have a justice system that backs up crime syndicate uh, that's in government. We can't have a government that destroys freedom. So what we're seeing today is basically a chance for change. We have a chance for real freedom here as the old system is collapsing. We have a chance to change and we have to learn about mind control and understand that the media and the government are nothing but a crime syndicate using very, very basic mind control technology to throw us down the evolutionary ladder. They're stealing our rights. And I was talking to that constitutional lawyer today, Rocco Galetti, and he was very emphatic and said, the rights that the, that the Canadians and the Americans and the Europeans and people around the world are just giving away without a fight. They took hundreds or even thousands of years, and he said, tankers full of blood shed to get those rights in place the right to assemble the right to practice your religion the right to body bodily autonomy the right for where we used to rebel when it was taxation without representation and now we're being ruled by experts that we did not elect that won't even show us the science that they're using to base their recommendations on. Our public officials that are supposed to represent us are stepping aside and feeding us over to this, the expert wolves, which are controlled by a religion of science and medicine. And that science and medicine, if you go to the actual statistics, has no ability to do anything but destroy our health. How can we let a say in Cornwall there's a doctor making decisions for the entire town they call him the health expert he is outsourced all the response our council in Cornwall the local municipal council and uh, the governments the institutions and agencies that we've elective, elected has outsourced their responsibility to someone they say is a health expert, but over the 10 or 15 years, this particular doctor has been at the helm of Cornwall's supposed health movement. Well, the town has only became more obese, more full of cancer, more sick. So what kind of system is this? How sustainable is this where a person claims authority in the matters of our health but has failed miserably to make us healthy yet we still outsource the responsibility for our health to this person who again has poisoned us back into the stone age and yet will take no responsibility for any of the decisions he makes
What kind of system is this? Well, it's a system of immorality. It's unethical. It's immoral. It's, it, like I said, it's unsustainable. It's evil. It's satanic. Like if you inject poison into children and you think that's going to improve the child, and if you would be outraged if, you know, some parent cut the ears off their child, but you were not outraged because someone cut 30% of the penis off, you know, half the males in town, it just means you're part of that unsustainable system. If you're eating junk food, if you're drinking alcohol, if the government's selling alcohol to its citizens while keeping the, the liquor stores open during uh, a disease outbreak, which of course does not exist, but then they say, you know, we, we care if you live long and we care if you stay healthy, but we're going to keep, you know, making sure you get your allotment of uh, liquor poisons or fast food poisons. Again, this sort of stupidity, like it's, it's a form of stupidity that is not sustainable. You cannot have a community or a culture this stupid and this obsessed with poisoning themselves and their children and pissing and shitting into the water they need to drink and basically not understanding economics then they believe they're getting free money but every free dollar printed from the canadian mint when it flows out as free money it destroys the value of the money that's actually being earned by other people in the community. This kind of ignorant, inept, stupid system is actually completely unsustainable. And the people who run this society know that 100%. So they're going to, it is collapsing. And it was always designed to collapse. It was never designed to be sustainable. And they're going to try and peg it on COVID when it's really the design of the system. And for anybody out there that thinks vaccines are good, you're going to have a real big um, surprise come the fall. So be very careful about that. Um, I think I'll just leave it there. So if anybody wants any sort of solutions to these sort of unsustainable problems, you just take it on an individual level. Stop poisoning yourself, number one. It's not sustainable. Stop smoking weed. Stop drinking booze, stop eating junk food, stop watching TV, and start producing value. Value and start being moral. Moral is anything, uh, any action that's life affirmative, which means if you have a child and you circumcise that child, because you destroyed 30% of the living tissue on the, on the male's, the, the infant's penis, that is not life affirmative, so it cannot be moral. If you inject an aluminum-laced vitamin K shot into your child based on a lie that you didn't research just because you have a subconscious mind that's obsessed with fitting in, that aluminum, because it's from an old satanic cult that believes in child sacrifice, because you did that, the aluminum destroys trillions of cells inside that child's infant's body. Therefore, what you did is not life-affirmative. It's not life-affirming. Anything that destroys life is immoral. And if you even have a donut yourself, as the donut enters you, you're going to kill millions of cells because the omega-6 fat that the donut is fried in 
is from, say, genetically modified soya oil or some other omega-6 oil that actually turns toxic and poisonous when you heat it to that temperature. But it's not like rotten milk. The rotten oil is not like rotten milk. You drink rotten milk, you're going to throw it up. But if you eat a donut and you know, basically it goes in your body, you're destroying your own cells in your body. So it's not life affirmative. It's not moral. We have to get back to what is moral and ethical, and that's anything that's life affirmative. And even with the wearing of masks, it's been proven to you're breathing back in your own waste gases. It's like covering your own muffler of your car and thinking your car is going to be better and that somehow it's not going to back up into the cab the cab of your own vehicle and sort of poison you every time you wear a mask there'll be millions of cells dying in your body because you're not like you need you have a mouth to breathe you're not supposed to put anything over it the natural design is fine and all the science points to this that masks make you sick because you're breathing in your own waste gases and you're not getting enough oxygen to support your, your optimal sort of organ function so again millions of cells will be dying in your body if wearing a mask isn't moral because it's not life affirmative you're it's you're going to be killing basically millions of cells when you're wearing your mask and nothing we're doing as a society is life affirmative everything from pissing and shitting in the own water that we need to drink to survive uh, spraying uh, cancer causing pesticides on the food and how does that make any sense, really, that a farmer, uh, you know, that sprays cancer-causing pesticides on his food? Like, how did we get here? How did we get to the point where we can be fooled like this, that this is a sustainable system? When cancer used to be 1 in 30 in 1900, now it's 1 in 2. And then all the things that we spray on the food, all the chemicals we spray on the food, they're, they're shown to cause cancer. So where do you think this system is going? Where do you think this non-thinking system or non-thinking role that most people are playing out, where they just go from one poison to the next poison to the next poison to the next poison, and, and then the, you know, the groups that are evil that have organized the spraying of the poison and selling of the poison and injecting of the poison and destroying our males and traumatizing us and giving us negative role, uh, media role modeling to emulate. And then all of a sudden they're, they're telling you about COVID-19 when, when um, you know, COVID-19, we could do a whole segment just on that. Why are you believing these people? What, what makes you think that they're telling you the truth right now? Um, and, and, you know, with all the other lies that they've told you and all the other attacks they've done on you personally and on your children, why are you believing that? Well, it's because you own a part of the mind that you own a subconscious brain that would rather just follow, go along to get along and mimic and mirror and emulate what everybody else is doing instead of thinking but that's part of the unsustainability. You can't have adults out there that copy what everybody else is doing just to fit in while relegating their adult-based logic, their adult-based power, and their adult-based morality and just hoping this is going to work out. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, this is not going to work out 
because there's not enough adults out there that know the importance of morality or what's a life affirmative behavior compared to a life non-affirmative behavior. And this is going to cost millions of people potentially their lives because the people who have organized these repetitive images and repetitive symbols in our media and repetitive themes and repetitive ideas and they've only used it used it to make humans so fucking stupid that they're going to beg to be injected with poison and I'll guarantee anybody listening to this that anybody taking that covid vaccine is not going to be with us with 7 days of injection you you're going to just wish them goodbye or they're going to be crippled for life. Because the people who are behind all this are organizing this attack, this final attack on the unsustainable community that we have here. Because number one, it's prime, you know, it's prime. This is the dumbest compilation of humans ever to walk the earth. They have no thinking ability. All they think is of a short-term gratification. They think, act, and behave like children. So they're going to be hit because it's like asking a maggot what it's doing on rotten meat. That's all maggots do. Evil comes to weak societies like this to, to basically teach it a lesson that it can't get this stupid and lazy and inept anymore because evil comes in and always cleans it out. So the people who are have organized all this negative role modeling and all these satanic, immoral, and unethical systems know that it's it's time to strike, and it knows that a lot of people are awakening as well, and they're they're really nervous about that. So they have to make this final strike. So everybody, take care of themselves. Come, uh, come the fall, and let's let's prepare together. I will do in the next podcast, I will review what I'm doing to prepare. And uh, I hope people got something from this podcast. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.